Good morning. I'm Sarah French. This is WCNC Charlotte to go. Here are your top stories. This morning, for the first time, we are hearing from the mother of a woman found dead in the woods in Moore County. Alicia Watts's body was found more than five months ago. She was last seen in Charlotte at her boyfriend's home. James Dunmore is now charged with her murder. But Watts's mother says investigators still need to do more. WCNC Charlotte's Richard Devane has been following this case since the beginning. Richard, her mother says she still has a lot of questions. A lot of unanswered questions this morning. Good morning to you, Sarah. Good Thursday morning, everyone. Basically, uh, Miss Franklin, that is Alicia Watts' mother, says that right now there are so many questions, many more questions than she has answers for. She also told us about the last time that she spoke to her daughter. Her daughter was on a date going to a concert here at the Bojangles Arena. Little did she know that was the last time she would ever hear from her daughter. Vex Franklin still grieving the murder of her daughter, Alicia Watts, who was last seen alive at her boyfriend, James Dunmore's house in Charlotte last year. Her body later found near a cemetery in Montgomery County. James Dunmore, Watts' boyfriend of more than a year, now facing murder charges for her death. Franklin, who has a heart condition, has never met Dunmore, and she has been unable to attend any of his court proceedings. She still has many questions about her daughter's death, mainly wanting to know why. Franklin continues to deal with an unexplainable pain of a parent, and she says it's a pain that will never go away. All I do is cry. All the time, and I know it's not healthy for me. But that's a tea I can't dry up. I don't want to wear to get my baby, because she was wonderful. Ms. Franklin's been updated about the proceedings of James Dunmore from friends and family who attend those court proceedings. At this time, Dunmore is still being held on a $1 million bond. We're right here in Charlotte. Richard Devane for WCNC Charlotte. Turning to more today's top stories in your morning rush. This morning, two people are recovering after a shooting in Gastonia. Police tell us two people were arguing on Betty Street around 8 p.m. Wednesday night. That's when police believe it got physical. It's still unclear how the shooting happened, but the two were taken into custody with non-life-threatening injuries. Good morning, I'm Destiny Richards. The debate over the use of medical marijuana continues in the South Carolina Senate today. The Compassionate Care Act would legalize marijuana for medical use in South Carolina for patients with certain debilitating medical conditions. Despite multiple restrictions, senators are still at odds over whether this bill would open a Pandora's box for recreational marijuana use in the state. Well, staying in the Palmetto State, a bipartisan bill that would allow alcohol delivery is now headed to the Senate. It passed the House yesterday. The bill would let people over 21 order beer, wine, or liquor directly from retailers or through third-party apps like DoorDash or Uber Eats. And that's it for your morning rush. Time now to connect the dots and we make the news make sense. Super Bowl fever is sweeping the nation and we're now just a few days away from the big game. And years past security for the NFL championship has looked like a lot of boots on the ground. But this morning, there are even more efforts to keep folks safe online. Cybersecurity experts are gearing up for new threats to this year's Super Bowl. Let's connect the dots. For months, teams have been running joint cybersecurity exercises to prepare for every kind of attack out there. 
These include simulated scenarios of phishing, ransomware, data breaches, and insider threats. Officials say this year's game could be a particularly vulnerable target, with the romance between Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift drawing lots of extra eyes. There are also concerns about how hackers could weaponize artificial intelligence, making everything from tickets to game moments. The stakes are high. Cyber and physical security officials stress they will be working in lockstep to make sure fans at the game and watching on TV stay safe. And that's Connecting the Dots. Now to the day's checklist. Here are three stories worth knowing about today. One, this morning, Kings Mountain Police are trying to find out who set what they're calling a suspicious fire at the Roses Department Store on Saturday. Crews say they quickly put it out, but there is extensive damage. If you know anything, you're asked to call police. Number two, an Ohio man is facing charges this morning after he allegedly threatened to kill a state senator from the Charlotte area. Arrest warrants show Nicholas Daniels made a threat on Facebook to kill Senator Todd Johnson. Johnson is a Republican representing Cabarrus and Union counties. Daniels claims he did not send the threats and his account was hacked. Number three, this morning, Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools is figuring out exactly how to use a new $50,000 recruitment grant. It will be used to attract new teachers and get them the training they need to succeed in the classroom. The district is one of 20 in the state getting the grant. Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. 20 people are without a home this morning after a two alarm fire in Richland County. The apartment fire caused about $300,000 in damage. The cause of the fire is still under investigation. The Harnett County Sheriff's Office identifying the deputy killed in a crash outside of Fayetteville. Investigators say Deputy Sheriff Chris Johnson died after his car collided with the tractor trailer. We're told Deputy Johnson was leaving his assigned post at the time of the crash. Highway Patrol is now investigating. We're learning the student accused of firing shots at South Carolina State University has been charged with assault and attempted murder. Police say 19-year-old Rolando Eiffel and the victim were fighting when the suspect fired a shot. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas. When it comes to speeding, there's a saying attributed to traffic enforcement officers. Nine, you're fine. Ten, you're mine. This reflects a feeling among a lot of drivers that there's some leeway if you're slightly over the speed limit. But online claims say you could get pulled over if you're even going one mile over the posted limit. Here's Megan Bragg with this morning's Verify. The state of North Carolina is a absolute speed law. What? So technically, can you get a ticket for going one mile for over. one mile over? You can't. So that clip from TikTok is now going viral after hundreds of people discovered they could get a speeding ticket for going one mile faster than they should. In the video, the guy cites absolute speed limit. But is this true? Can you get a ticket for going a mile over the speed limit here in North Carolina?
Our sources are Matthews Police Department Public Information Officer Tim Acock and the Uniform Vehicle Code. Tim Acock says plain and simple. The North Carolina General Statute does state that it's an absolute speed law. The Uniform Vehicle Code states there are maximum speed limits and no person shall drive a vehicle at a speed in excess of such maximum limits. The law also spells out default speed limits for various areas. For example, within a municipality, city, or town, unless otherwise posted, the maximum speed limit is 35 miles per hour. So what happens if a driver exceeds the maximum limit? You know, for instance, if it's 45 miles per hour, if you're caught going 46 miles per hour, technically you are violating that law. But what if you're just following the flow of traffic? ACOG says it doesn't matter. In fact, under some extreme weather conditions, you could get a ticket for driving at or below the speed limit. In addition to the absolute speed law, there's a safe conditions terms within that speed law where if you're going too fast for the conditions you know you could be going the speed limit but if it's icy conditions or too much traffic congestion uh, there could also be a violation within that statute that you're going too fast even if it's the speed limit. The main takeaway ACOC says just follow the posted speed limit it's there for your own safety so we can verify that yes North Carolina has an absolute speed limit meaning if you go even one mile over the posted speed limit you could get a ticket. With your verify I'm Megan Bragg. If you have something you would like verified, just email us at verify at wcnc.com. Thanks for listening. You can find all these stories and more at wcnc.com. Join the WCNC Charlotte team weekday mornings from 430 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.